From WKYT Podcast, this is Uniquely Kentucky. I'm your host, Amber Philpotts. Hello, podcast listeners. Welcome in and welcome back to Uniquely Kentucky. For those of you who may be new here, I'm Amber Philpott, evening news anchor at WKYT. And this is a podcast dedicated to simply having conversations with people in Kentucky who have interesting stories to tell, who inspire us, and sometimes just fascinate us. We had to push the pause button for a bit on episodes last year after the weather got crazy, COVID picked back up, and things got super busy in the news department. But I'm back to bring you some interesting conversations with folks who just make the state we call home so very unique. If you are like me, the new year often brings out a sense of creativity. I start looking around the house for ways to change things up, clean out spaces, or just dive into fun projects that inspire me to be more creative. In this first episode in the new year, I wanted to sit down with someone who uses their creativity on the daily and could inspire us to look at the world in a new way through their art. So I'm talking all things arts with Central Kentucky mural artist and Cynthiana native Wiley Cottle. Wiley has become known for several of his fun and colorful murals around Central Kentucky. Uniquely Kentucky with Amber Philpot is brought to you by the WKYT News and Weather Apps, available on the App Store and Google Play. Welcome into 2022, and we are bringing back the Uniquely Kentucky podcast. I know, folks, it's been a while, but we're here. Thanks to COVID and a snowstorm last year, we said we got to put the brakes on it but we're back. So I thought for in 2022, the best guest that we could start out with is somebody that is creative, could get our creative juices flowing and just really inspire us for the new year. So I want to welcome Wiley Cottle. He is an artist, a mural extraordinaire specialist. I mean, I could go on and on. Hi, Wiley. How are you? I'm great. Hi, it's so good to be here and so good to see a, a Cynthiana face. So Absolutely. I'm really excited. You, know, you, you should always go with what you know. So a lot of times I, I choose the folks that I know and we are both Cynthiana natives. And I'm so excited to have you on because I'm so proud of where I'm from. I know that you are very proud of oh, Cynthiana. Yeah. And we'll talk about all of the great work that you have done there. But First and foremost, I want to tell people, if you have never heard the name Wiley Cottle, you should, but chances are you probably have seen his work in and around central Kentucky. You have got murals now everywhere. We're talking downtown Lexington, <laughs> Crank and Boom, Cynthiana. I mean, how did you get into these murals? You know, I don't even know how this all kind of snowballed into what it is. I know that when I was in college, um, I did a lot of chalk art just out on the street, out on, you know, the sides of buildings and sidewalks and, and just for fun, just having fun doing street art. Um, And then right after college, I kind of had to make a decision whether I wanted to follow my degree, which was in broadcasting, which is what you do, um, or kind of, you know, see where art takes me and I took a little bit of time to like figure that out and then I had some like opportunities come my way um and so I went with art and soon enough I got after you know my first mural I got a few more inquiries about murals and here I am doing murals full-time 
you know, I, I said, I'll, I'll read off a couple, you know, in Cynthiana, you've got several, but people might be familiar because they've probably seen it on social media, but you did a wonderful, beautiful mural of authentic. Um, if anybody's mm -hmm. ever been to historic um, theater there, the Ross Opera House, you've done some amazing work to bring it back to its glory days. Um, if people have been downtown, the Grove in downtown Lexington, I mean, it's literally like you step off of Main Street into just this lush forest that's all outside, you have really created some cool escapes in a lot of different places in cities. And I read where you wanted to create art where people would want to interact with it. They would want to be photographed with it. Is that your intention still to create those spaces? Yeah, absolutely. Creating an atmosphere, I think, is like the core of my artistic expression. I love transforming spaces and, you know, I, my favorite kind of art are the ones where people get excited to look at and want to just like be in that space with it and interact with it and photograph with it and sit down and have lunch with it and, and drink beer with it and do whatever. But yeah, definitely. I love interactive, um, you know, aspects and, and transforming atmospheres. You know, we are small town kids, I think with um, big city dreams, I would say that probably for both of us, I think. And, yeah. But there is something really cool about seeing work like yours or work of any other artist in communities because murals really can breathe life back into a community. And, and it can be on such the smallest scale, even with just maybe a set of wings where people wanna take their picture in front of it. That's gotta be special to be able to see that happen in communities where something of your art draws people in just to be a part of it. Yeah, it really is such a cool experience to see that from like a third perspective. I My favorite thing is when I drive to Cynthiana and I drive downtown, there's like two murals of the wings that I did, some of the very first murals I ever did, but um, there's such a, a good view of them when you're driving past. And so often when I drive past, there's people standing in front of them and taking a photo. And it's like, man, I did that, you know, three or four years ago, but there's still people out there like, you know, loving it and, and photographing with it. And it's such a cool experience to see people do that and enjoy it. And murals really have, I think Central Kentucky just in general has become a hotbed of that kind of activity. I mean, a lot of different communities are looking at these installations just to bring people in. And sometimes it's just to get them there and then they hope they'll just roam around town and check out whatever they've got to offer. Yeah, absolutely. We definitely live in like a world of social media and a lot of the draw to these places are these like cool backdrops and cool murals and um, it's become such an important part of the landscape of cities and downtown areas. And um, it's amazing because it's free public art and, it, you know, anyone can go see it. Anyone can go check it out. You don't need a ticket. You don't need to pay Just stop by. There's something really special about public art and there's something really special about opening up public art, as you said, that is free to people because a lot of people don't have the opportunity to go to somewhere fancy to see some of the world's best art, but art just like yours is really good art still. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. And what's so amazing about Lexington is, um, you know, our mural festival prohibition is we get these artists from out of the country to like come by Lexington and, and paint a big mural. And, and I'm so happy I like get to be a mural artist among other incredible murals in Lexington. So yeah, mural artists are, are great because we bring the art museum to you.
Absolutely. Let's go back to the beginning because you didn't always start out to be this, um, I'm going to call you great. I don't know if you call yourself great, but I'm going to call yourself great. This great <laughs> artist. Um, I read that you didn't always have aspirations of maybe going into the art world and becoming a said artist. Um, where does your love of art, first of all, come from? Yeah, I have definitely been in interested in art my whole life. I've been drawing my whole life and painting, but I never, never, ever pictured myself as an artist career-wise growing up. Um, actually, not even through until like I was done with college did I think about that. I had interests in, when I was in elementary school, I wanted to be a marine biologist. Um, um, and then I wanted to be like a filmmaker and you know, act maybe or, or do um, directing or cinematography and work with cameras. And that's kind of a path I followed for a really long time. And then when I was in um, college, there was, there was a really amazing like tax incentive for like Hollywood films to come to Kentucky and film. And then, you know, that kind of went away and there were less opportunities in the creative film, film industry in Kentucky. So I kind of looked at other options. And once I really like, you know, got my hands deep inside of mural arts. That's when I really realized like, man, I could like do this full time and I love it. And I love it more than I have loved filmmaking or um, marine biology and, <laughs> or anything. So I, I just sort of like knew from the get go once I really started doing murals that that was, that was it. I read that you attended um, the Governor's School of the Arts, and I know there are so many students who get the opportunity to be a part of that. I'm wondering, did that have any kind of impact on you being able to be um, a governor's, you know, part of that program um, when you were in school? Yeah, definitely. I'd say like the Governor's School for the Arts, I was 15 or 16. I was a sophomore in high school when I did that. And that was the first time I was really, surrounded by other artists of so many different medias like you know and you're from Cynthiana you're I was your graduating class you know where there are a lot of artists or or people who who strive to be artists when they grew up you know I can think of maybe a handful but I also think of those folks that when I thought of them then they were really really good but I wonder now thinking did they ever really have someone that pushed them to want to go on to maybe do something like you're doing? Like, I wonder about that now because yeah. I know I was sort of a creative soul, but I think of some other people that I knew were doing that. And I'm wondering like, were they ever pushed or inspired to try it? You know, right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that was what was so amazing about the governor's school for the arts um, is the people that were there to push you and introduce you to yeah. paths and, and careers in the arts and, you know, being surrounded by like not only other um, filmmakers or photographers or visual artists, but there were dancers and, and there were musical theater kids and architects. And it was so cool to be in that environment. And, and I knew when I was there, I was like, I have to be involved in the art some way mm -hmm. because I that's these are the kinds of people I want to be surrounded by all the time. So yeah, known, that was a huge, huge deal. Yeah, I've known your mom. Um, she is inspiring in herself. Um, I'm wondering, do, is your family, you know, have this kind of creative side? I mean, are folks in your family, you know, artists or musicians or just have this sort of love of the arts in general? 
Yeah, definitely. My mom's side is super artistic and creative. And we have a, I'd say a, a wide range of artists. My grandmother was a portrait artist and my aunt, all of my aunts are artists. One's like a, a writer and one is a quilter and amazing sewer. And my mom has a beautiful singing voice and, and uh, I have another aunt that was an actress. So yeah, arts came in from every angle in my family, I'd say. Um, but yeah, definitely grew up with arts and and all, my whole family were a bunch of artists. You know, I guess when I finally, when I first heard about you, we did a story on you, which is actually kind of funny when I think back that you were going to EKU, kind of studying broadcast, and then you started doing some of your work in and around campus. I don't know if campus was always very happy that you were doing that. You can tell me about that <laughs> or not. But then we went to do a story on you. And, and then it was like, it was like that story, you're still in school. But then it was like, the next thing I know I'm just hearing like Wiley Coddle this, Wiley Coddle that. So tell me about um, branching out and doing a little work around school. And I'm curious, were they happy that there were Pokemon <laughs> characters around school? <laughs> I think the only people that didn't love all the messy chalk art everywhere was the custodial staff and, <laughs> and the maintenance staff, I think. Um, I had amazing reactions from the students and that was definitely my driving force to keep doing it. And I had amazing responses from the professors and, and, and faculty and, um, and even they were like, I remember EKU, like the social media team had kind of almost sponsored the Pokemon art at one point. They were like, this is awesome. And then the app Pokemon Go came out and it was such a massive viral thing that everyone did. Um, and they were like, okay, we have to, we have to get on this right now. Let's get Wiley. Maybe we, he can do something. And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. So I came up with the idea of taking th three days and drawing like all of the Pokemon on the ground and, and they, you know, sponsored it and, and, and put it all over their social media. So they loved it. Um, but yeah, I would still have some people that would even call the police on me sometimes, um, which were really, really, I would always find really funny because I'd show up and I'd get a little nervous. Um, but then they were like, we got a, we got a call about a kid, uh, spray painting graffiti on the side of the building. I was like, no, 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 it's, it's Crayola washable chalk art. And I'd have to like explain it and they'd laugh and then leave. But that happened a few times. So there, there were some people who, who didn't, didn't appreciate it as much as others. As an artist, I'm wondering when you do chalk art and you go to all that work and then it rains, is that like crushing to your soul that it's gone, that it's not there and it's not preserved? I honestly love that aspect of chalk art. I think it's really cool that it only exists in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's if you if you don't get to see it when it's there before it rains, then that's kind of it. And I, I thought that kind of made it like cooler and it made people more interested in it because you've got like this time limit on it. It's like a ticking time bomb. I mean, so I, and, and if it did stick around then I actually would get in trouble by the police, but, <laughs> but yeah, I know I love that it disappeared and, and then I would just have a fresh canvas, you know, the next week. So yeah, yeah I love that it went away. Do you have a particular style? I know in, in some interviews, people have referred to, you know, having a whimsical style, but I'm sure that like a lot of people, you don't want to be tied to just one style, but do you have um, a style that represents you or is it just whatever the job or whatever the creative space leads you to? Yeah, every time I, I think I've figured out how to describe my style, I mm -hmm. feel like it kind of changes. Sure. Um, but whimsical, I, I think, is pretty consistent. I am pretty whimsical with my art, and I love color, and I love 
um, repetition and, um, and I love like fantasy things, but I also love like florals and nature and, and that too. But yeah, it's, I don't really know what my style is exactly. Um, I'd say my style is fun hmm. and I'm also fairly commercial. So, you know, I paint what people want and I throw my own twist on it. But, you know, when I get hired for a job, it's, it's usually not like Wiley, do whatever you want. It's like, we kind of want something like this, or we yeah. have this idea of this and then we want your, your twist on it. So yeah. Social media has been really important to you. I know. And, and for all of the, the bad rap that social media can get, certainly it seems like at least from someone looking in on your career in just a few short years that social media really helped launch you out there. And it also gives you another creative space to put your work and to introduce people. I mean, did that really help you get your name and, and your work out there to people? Yeah, absolutely. Social media is kind of everything to me. And I, I think I think about social media when I'm creating a piece. And I, I think a lot of uh, of my clients like that because that's the kind of thing they, they want to bring into their business. But yeah, I and that's also where my degree kind of helps me in broadcasting. I had a lot of, you know, training with uh, technology and, and Photoshop and Adobe and, and doing all these like cool media things. So but yeah, social media is huge and I love it. I think TikTok is a blast and I think Instagram is a blast and I, I love, you know, making art that will make an awesome photo. Oh, that's awesome. Also, it just allows you to be creative even within that space as well while you're working, yeah. you know, you're thinking yeah. about that. More with Wiley Cottle when we return. Get more local news and weather at a more convenient time. Watch WKYT News at 10 on the CW Lexington with Amber Philpot, Bill Bryant and Chris Bailey. I'm wondering, cause you know, my goal is when I put conversations like this out there that maybe one other person that, you know, is aspiring to maybe put their art out into the world. Cause it can be really scary to put yeah. your, to like birth your piece of art to other people. Um, were there people that try to, to maybe talk you out of becoming um, this your full-time gig? I'm, I'm just wondering, did anyone sit you down and go, you know, Wiley, you might be a starving artist or, or did you have someone just saying, no, go for it, go for it. I think all the people I surround myself with have always been really supportive. Even, even my parents, like my dad, who's, you know, he's a mortgage agent. So he's all about money. He works at a bank, um, but he was so supportive. He, he was hesitant, I would say, um, because he, when I told him I'm going to, you know, quit my, my retail job right after college and let's, let's do art full time. Um, he immediately drew up a budget plan. It's like, you, you should strive to make this much per year and to have a, you know, a decent life and have some fun and whatever. Mm. Um, but still he was like, this is what you should do. Um, and my mom was super supportive also. So yeah. And my friends were too. My friends were really supportive. They were super excited. Um, yeah, nobody, nobody, I don't think told me if anyone, did want to tell me not to do it. I don't know if <laughs> I'd be their friend anymore, but yeah, I was definitely surrounded by supportive people. That's awesome. That is so yeah. awesome to hear. You know, as I said, we're both, I think, really proud of where we're from. And I think there's something really special about being from a small town and being able to contribute. And, and I'm sure Wiley, I won't speak for you, but I'm sure I knew as a little girl growing up that I would never be able to be afforded the opportunities that I have now, that I would have a platform, if you will, and I'd be able to give back or maybe even in a small way, be able to mean something to my hometown. And I take great responsibility in that. 
when I see your work in our little humble small town, it means the world. And I'm wondering what it means to you. And I'm thinking specifically of like the Ross Opera House. It just celebrated a huge milestone, 150 years. And you yeah. have now left a mark that really when you walk back in there, I really am transported back in time because it feels like what the Opera House probably felt like when people were first coming to it. Yeah, I mean, I grew up with the Ross Opera House. I have loved that building since I was a kid and I was always so like mesmerized by it too because I love ghost stories and I love movies and I love plays and theater. And and so I've spent so much time in that theater growing up all the way, you know, until now. Mm. Um, and when they asked me to to paint that place, I was beyond excited because it's this just this place I've always known and now it gets to be almost mine in a way and I get to put my mark on it and yeah it was a really amazing moment when I finished painting that building and and transforming it I it was it meant everything to me it was like my it was like coming full circle of my oh. childhood to to now so but yeah and it's kind of the same way with any any time I come back to Cynthiana and and make a mural and and do that it's really it's really fun actually because you never feel like a celebrity until you go back to your hometown um, after being gone for a little while mm -hmm. and you you realize that oh everyone knows you and and has been keeping up with you and mm -hmm. and watching you watching you grow even yeah. even from a different city now but sure. um but yeah I love I love coming back to you, we have it different in a way where people watch me you know on the evening news but for you, you I think you have it probably tougher than me because literally people can show up to your work site at home and watch you work. And, and they uh, do. All eyes. They do. I know. I actually have done that myself to you. So, um, you know, I want to ask, COVID has been really tough for a lot of different reasons, obviously. As an artist, um, you were fortunate, you know, in, in some regards that, you know, a lot of your mur murals are outside and you could go and work wherever. But I'm wondering, because COVID has been so heavy emotionally mm -hmm. and mentally, as an artist, um, how did you, you know, continue to be inspired through all of this? And we're still going through it. Does it, does it weigh you down as an artist and kind of like take away the creative juices or do you find a way around that? I think I find a way around it. At the very beginning, early 2020, um, I had some jobs lined up where, where I was painting sets for plays. I was doing like The Little Mermaid and Spring Awakening and, and those plays obviously got canceled. And so I was like out of work for a second. I was like, mm, I don't know what we're gonna do. But then several businesses started to renovate because they thought this whole thing would last two or three weeks or mm -hmm. whatever. So then I, I picked up a little work there and and then we all kind of realized like COVID's here, it's gonna be here. Um, but yeah, what was great is I could work outside um, alone. So um, if people were able to hire me, then it was usually no problem because one, they were either closed because it was inside or they wanted the exterior done. But in terms of like um, staying creative and inspired through COVID, I have always found, and this is really morbid, <laughs> I have always found that isolation is like amazing for creativity. Mm. Um, so I, I think whenever I design, I'm definitely always by myself. I never go like, you know, sit down with someone or like, I'm, I'm always like, shut the door, let's get quiet and let's start drawing something. Mm. And I think COVID has kind of like forced me to do that several times yeah. and really boosted my creativity 
in in a wonderful way. If there's anything good about COVID, yeah. I think for me it was it was that. I think I agree with you in a way in in the way that I feel creativity towards my job and telling stories is that when COVID happened and everything else was sort of shut down, what I found is that um, all the noise was gone, right? Like I still, yeah. had, I still had my job to do, but I could focus on stories and not have everything else sort of going on around you that sort of was in your head. And it mm -hmm. just, I don't know, I, I, I feel that in a way in the same way that it was like, it was quiet for once. Um, I hate that it took COVID to do that, but I think maybe um, it just helps you remember that, I guess, for sure. Is there an artist or what inspires you, Wiley? Like what literally gets you going? Is there a specific person in their art? Is there someone else in film or anything? Yeah, you know, this is so, and I'm a millennial, but this is so Gen Z of me <laughs> to say, but honestly, I get really inspired by audio clips on TikTok. Um, <laughs> <laughs> truly, truly, like different audio, like, like really stimulates me, even, even if it's just music, but mm -hmm. often it is like TikTok. Um, for instance, my, um, I, I painted this wall in these big cerulean blue roses. Um, mm -hmm. And I had just seen this guy on TikTok who was doing a lip sync to the Meryl Streep monologue in The Devil Wears Prada for mm -hmm. talking about the cerulean sweater that Anne Hathaway mm -hmm. wears. And I was listening to that monologue and realizing just how much I love that movie. And I was like, you know, what if, what if I just paint a wall using that color, mm -hmm. cerulean? And then I kind of came up with the idea of the roses and the, the neon sign with the cerulean. And, and that was kind of like the beginning was that, that TikTok that I watched. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, music inspires me. Other artists inspire me too that I, I see online a lot. Um, yeah, it, I don't honestly know where most of my uh, inspiration comes from. I don't know if I could pinpoint like yeah. really specific things other than that Meryl Streep one, but, <laughs> but yeah, or just my clients honestly kind right. of have this idea and that gets the ball rolling. So, sure. so yeah, it's different everywhere, but it, a, lot, a lot of it comes from the internet. The internet, a world of everything <laughs> out there. The world of everything. I tend to get really excited about people and I only want to look at the good. And and I and I and I lay out this picture of like all these amazing things. But I would be remiss if I didn't ask you what's been tough about um getting started as a new artist and putting yourself out there because I think there's something that all of us can usually learn from one another in what's been tough in our lives. And yeah. I'm wondering what maybe that has been for you in just you know, getting going and, and making your name for yourself in the world of art and creative space. Yeah, the hands down the hardest thing for me has been saying no to mm. people. Um, and I, cause I have always been such a pushover. Like I just want to please people and, and make them happy. But, you know, people come to me and, and they want um, a, a landscape of their house painted or a portrait of their pet. Mm. Um, and that was, I got a lot of inquiries like that at the very beginning. And there, of course there's nothing wrong with those, but it's just something that I, I don't love to do and it's not my style or my thing. And if I did them too much, I couldn't make time for my own kind of art and building that portfolio. And so definitely like saying no to projects that I don't want to do has been really difficult because I hate saying no. I just yeah. like don't want to disappoint someone. Um, and it, it's still difficult to this day. I think a lot of people have kind of like, you know, seen my work in my portfolio and kind of understand my, what what kind of art I would do for them. 
but I still get inquiries that I just like aren't me and it's it's nobody's fault but I just I don't want to I don't want to do it and there and if I don't want to do it I have found that I won't do it very well if Mm. I don't love doing it yeah so so and it's hard to tell people that I can't be like you know I don't love this space in your house and I I don't you know love the content you want painted I don't you know because I don't want to offend them or something Mm -hmm. but um but yeah, again, it's like, I can't say yes, because I won't be able, it won't be right. very good if I don't love it. So yeah, definitely I, saying no. I would really like hard. to say <laughs> some years separate us in age. And I would like to say that saying no gets easier, but I'm one that's still learning. So I was, yeah. I was hoping I would learn some from you, but I still am not good at it. So I can't <laughs> even give you any words of wisdom either. Um, Wiley, I, I won't keep you much longer, but um, if people want to keep up with you, first of all, let me ask you this, what's what's on tap for you? Are you working on anything cool right now or in the future? Yeah, totally. I'm kind of taking a, a little bit of a winter break with exterior murals because it is so cold. I don't want to be out there um, and working on some some canvas pieces that I'll be posting about and displaying in some local businesses in Lexington. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then I've got some cool interior things happening um, with a friend of mine, Isabel Ladd, who's a local interior designer. We work together and she has some awesome ideas and we get together and, and do stuff. And, and I'll also be doing some inside stuff at the Gray Line Station on the north end of Lexington. So yeah, that'll be my, all my winter gigs right there. And then when spring comes, we, we get back into the big ex- exterior murals that are a lot of fun. You say we, does this mean that they're, you know, cause usually it's just you doing the work. Have you picked up anybody that's helping you because, you know, it's usually just you and some paint or some chalk or. I have, it's uh, my mom. Oh, my mom helps me. Yeah. She, my mom is my manager. I have a momager. Um, she's amazing. She, she like totally handles my schedule and, and keeps me organized. And um, you know, if there's a project that I, don't want to do and and I need someone to say no to she does it for me she's amazing I wish I'd known this I would have totally went through your mom to schedule you I missed my that would have been <laughs> awesome to have to go through your mom to schedule you for this dang it usually usually I'll like screenshot it and like text it to her and be like can you fit this in the schedule but oh I can't yeah, we're she's... done I am sending her a note and saying I'm so sorry I didn't go through the proper channel to get wild she'll love that she will love that but yeah um, she helps me out a ton cool Wiley, if people want to keep up with you, because I know that social media is where people can find you. So if people want to, A, just keep up with you, they want to see your work. And then I also, I know that you've got um, some availability for maybe some prints or things that people could purchase. How do they find you? Yeah. So I am at Wiley Cottle Art on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and that's W-Y-L-I-E. Um, and then WileyCottle.com is where you can check out all my work, my portfolio, and buy prints if you want to. Awesome. You know, the world is a better place because of creative souls like you. Um, thank you. And you, you too. You, well, thank you very much. But it is awesome to be able to see work that is everlasting and that, you know, it's been a really tough couple of years. And so I think people like me and other people are really looking forward to folks like you that are going to be putting new things out into the world, especially in 2022. So we can't wait for that to happen. One of these days, my goal is to be able to hire you because I saw the work that you did on a ceiling and it was like tobacco leaves. Oh yeah, that's upstairs. It was amazing. Thank As you. a country kid that grew up on a tobacco farm, <laughs> it was amazing. So that's like, thank you. one of these days I'm going to, I'm going to hire me some Wiley. Make, get Please, I'd love yeah. to. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, 
beautiful. It was awesome. Wiley, thank you so much. And again, thank you for what you do um, and just putting lovely things out into the world. Best well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. And next time you're in Cynthia, let me know. Let's go to Maiden City. We'll have an amber ale fill pot drink. And take our picture in front of a mural, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Wiley, uh, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. And thank you to Uniquely Kentucky, our listeners. We're back and I hope you'll continue listening. We're going to try to put out one of these a month, maybe even a couple of months. So thank you for listening.